You're listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you by Timeform, the Racehorse Owners Association, and the Racing App in partnership with Fitzdares. Good evening, thank you for listening. This is episode 109 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily Podcast on Friday the 2nd of February with me, Charlotte Greenway. Two days of the Dublin Racing Festival to enjoy over the weekend and my word, there's some serious talent on show. There's three grade ones to kick off Saturday's card and the current favourites in the first and the second races are both owned by Giggins Townhouse Stud and, well, unsurprisingly, are also both trained by Willie Mullins. Willie Mullins, though, hasn't trained a grade one winner in these silks since Apples Jade won the juvenile hurdle at the 2016 Punchestown Festival, soon after which, of course, Michael O'Leary withdrew his horses from the yard. The team is very much back together though and could get the weekend off to a flyer with Predators Gold in the first, but it's Stormheart the Juvenile that Nick and Eddie O'Leary began by discussing on this morning's show before looking ahead to some other key runners over the weekend. He won a maiden hurdle, look good doing it, but he beat we don't know. Um, I think Willie himself has, has four or five in the same in the same league and we'll find out on Saturday what's what. You're pretty good at reading the room when it comes to what people think of these horses. Are you getting are you getting the right sort of signs? <laughs> well, Willie, there's no room to read. <laughs> so what does it? So what does he tell you then? Um, <laughs> between slim and none. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. To, to, to be honest, we don't ask. We let, we let the horse do the talking. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I, I know he's liked. Willie, Willie was happy with what he did the first day. Um, I don't believe he expected the first day, so it was a surprise to him. Um, so we'll see where we are on Saturday. Okay. Just the twenty-two. Just the twenty-two lengths of five to do on first time. I'm just looking at Paul Townend, who's chosen to, I guess, chosen or been put on, whatever, however it works, is on your horse anyway. I mean. 20, 20 rides in the last two weeks and 14 winners. I mean, I realise this team are dominant, but that's taking it to a completely new level, isn't it? It's, it's unbelievable. Listen, listen, what Willie has been doing for the last number of years has gone from, gone from, gone from new levels to new levels to new levels. And I think what Gordon, and, and as Gordon has been chasing, Willie's getting bigger and bigger and better. But like, like, like Willie, Willie, uh, Gordon has made Willie and vice versa. Yeah. And... and Gordon's season at the beginning of this this year looked to be going extremely well. Some very promising young novices. Um, do you think this represents um, his most significant chance yet of at least at least aspiring to to challenge? I mean, obviously it's not going to happen this year, but is he is, is he is he pointing back in the right direction? Do you think to make it a duopoly rather than a monopoly, or is is the Mullins monopoly just going to intensify? Well, the, the, the Mullins monopoly has intensified year on year, but I think Gordon has put every has put everything behind him, and he's going forward again. A lot of nice young horses, and and I, like listen, listen, he he did the best he can. What he's doing is incredible, regardless. It, it, it's just a pity he's probably living the same year as Willie Mullins. Mm, indeed, and you're you're having to get back into the Mullins camp to get some favourites in some of these Grade Ones. Predators Gold is um, currently heading the market for the Nathaniel Lacey. What do you make of him as a horse? He was second behind Caldwell Potter last time. How much could he improve for the step up? 
Uh, nice horse won the Land Rover bumper last year, um, which is which which, which, which which did very nicely. Um, he's, he's obviously quite a nice horse. wasn't sure where he was until he came out. He won first time out of a hurdles, but that was the extended two and a half. And then he went back to two miles at Christmas, and I thought ran a super super race um, behind 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 Gordon's horse. But like ran a very very in, in, no, I would imagine that the two six is far more up his street. Mm. And it'll certainly, yeah, it'll certainly be up the street of Stella Story as well. Um, how 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 far behind do you think he is? Well, we think he's a very very nice horse, but I think he wants the full of three miles, and a very very nice staying chaser in time. Um, uh, I would say that not forgiven, but um, it was a muddling race in Limerick, and Limerick ground at Christmas was unraceable, as as not 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 even unraceable, but it was you very hard to take form literally on that ground. Um, so he's, he's certainly worth another shot. And he's, he's probably, I don't know if it doesn't matter if he's, old, if he's old price or not, he's probably a bit old price. Okay, well, he's, yeah, he's not a bad price. He's, he's almost into double figures, depending on, on where you look. And it's funny, it's funny, dear old conflated, the horse that everybody used to call lots of names, and now he rocks up in every single grade one, so people have started to fall in love with him a little bit, and he loves Leopardstown. Any chance of serving it up to Galapin des Uh I would very much doubt it. Um, he's probably a quick three-miler, and doesn't quite get a real staying three miles. So um, I would say that the heavy ground in Leperstown at Christmas and his, and his way his way of, his way of enjoying racing cost him. He was he was absolutely drunk on the last. Um, but he's entitled to rock on here again. Hopefully the ground is not as soft. And after this, he'll go either the Ryanair or across country. Yeah, so he's definitely not going to run in the Gold Cup, even though he ran so well in it last year. No, 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 no. What's the, what's the point of taking on Gallup and Champion, who looks to be an unbelievable horse? Jerry Colum is very good too. And, 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 and um, but Martin Braz is a good horse too, you know. So, and, and that's without the English. Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as far as the, 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 the team for Sunday is concerned, they're all pretty big prizes. But is there anything you're particularly looking forward to running? Um, I believe King King Kingfield is a nice horse. Somebody who just has to, it has to just fall into his lap a little bit. He's a short runner, has to be ridden from behind, and um, he ran a very very good race in the Royal Bond. I think um, it was his first time first to be ridden that way, and then rode the same way in the Maiden Hurdle in Christmas, and was very very good. Mm. So been ridden, been ridden cold. Um, we believe he's a nice horse. We'll see how nice he is on Sunday. Now, Willie Mullins runs five others against Stormheart in the Grade 1 Juvenile Hurdle, one of those being bunting in the colours of Tony Bloom. And his racing manager, Sean Graham, was on the show this week discussing his chance. Uh, he, he sort of did a lot wrong on his, um, on his debut at Limerick. And, that, you know, his, his jumping, he was a, a bit sky high at a few of his hurdles. And he, he, he learned a lot from that. Um, and that was only his second ever race. He'd only ever won one race in France before then, so there's bundles of improvement to come with him. And um, as as long touchwood, as long as nothing goes wrong between now and then, um, I'd fully expect to see him there. Mm. You you you're experienced enough now in dealing with the yard to know vibes when you think you've got a good one on your hands. Are you pretty confident you've got one that can take high order in graded company? Yeah, well, look, I think I think his race and post rating figure from his first run at Limerick was 116. That's, that's you need to be doing 130 odds, mid 130s or 140s to win a transferal. So the horse is still a long way off that, but but he's open to an awful lot of improvement from his first run, and certainly 
going straight from a maiden hurdle into a grade one is a big step. But the fact that Willie um, have no hesitation entering for it is, is a, it, you know, is a good sign. Sadly, we won't get to see the highly anticipated clash between Marine Nationale and Gaelic Warrior in the Irish Arkle, as Gaelic Warrior's team have opted to take up an engagement in Sunday's Novice Chase over a longer trip, but the unbeaten Supreme Novices winner from last year, Marine Nationale, will be running and he'll be hoping to be two from two over fences by the end of Saturday. He's already shown a clean pair of heels to the majority of his rivals and owner trainer Barry Connell reflected on his debut over fences at Leopardstown over Christmas. I think our horse put in a flawless round of jumping. He, 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 he seems to have transferred his ability from hurls to fences very seamlessly. Um, and... Uh, he has a zest for jumping, you know, after he jumped a couple, it was, it was pretty evident um, that it, it came naturally to him. You know, he land over one and you could see him pricking his ears and looking for the, the next jump. Um, and he's a simple horse uh, to ride. Uh, his temperament's very good, so um, if, if something goes on, we can drop in. If, if, if nothing is going on, we can we can make it like we did the last day. Um, so uh, I think we have a, a strong degree of uh, confidence in, in our horse's ability. Um, and his training since uh, Christmas has gone uh, has gone really well. Um, I think he goes there in in at least as good a shape as he as he as he was at Christmas. Um, so uh, looking at the looking at the betting for. The Irish Arkle, um, I think we're uh, we're a strong favourite for it, despite the fact that we've only won a beginners' chase. Um, and my feeling is that if he puts in a similar round of jumping, uh, and also um, I think the time of the, the time of our race was four seconds faster than the Grade One, the Dino Blue one. Um, so look. We we would be, um, I wouldn't say confident, um, but we we would be um, we would be expecting the horse to go and win, um, and hopefully head on then to to um, over to Cheltenham. We might not get the clash we wanted in the Irish Sharkle, but we will get the clash we'd all been hoping for in Saturday's Paddy Power Gold Cup as Galapin Deschamps and Fast or Slow take each other on for the fourth time. It's currently 2-1 to Martin Brassel's Fast or Slow, and here's what his jockey JJ Slevin had to say when asked whether he thought he and his mount could make it 3-1 and upset the favourite again. Yeah, he's in really good form. Um... Luckily, he was been doing everything right there the last few weeks, walking well and schooling well. So, looking forward to him now. And Martin made the decision at Christmas not to run in the in the race behind Galapand Deschamps on very soft ground. Um, do you believe that will be an advantage to you come the weekend? I think so. Look, at, um, it's going to be an advantage anyway for the spring long term. I think it's going to be an advantage getting a gruder there at Christmas. Uh, might have set him. On, on the back foot so look he's going there fresh and well so it's hopeful you know we just have to ride the race as it falls and you know ride our lad to his strengths he's oh, that's pretty pretty uncomplicated you can ride him anyway so just have to keep an eye on Paul and see what he does and I, I'm 
sure Paul would want to go down this test. It'll be a good, honest run race. And sure, hopefully both horses get a good, clean shot at winning and may the best horse win then, you know. Do you think fast or slow is still improving? Yeah, I think so. He's still a young horse. You know, he's still on the upgrade, I believe. And uh, yeah, there's every chance he's still getting better, you know. Sure, Martin leaves no stone unturned and very meticulous in his in his planning before a big race and look at the horses you know they get they get every every need that they want and um look at all Martin's runners are going to be going there and fighting fit harder and uh looking forward to the weekend really you know uh, how busy are you going to be at the weekend yeah sure, look we're going to have bits and pieces obviously joseph has a few uh Bustleton is in there uh he look at he's a good honest handicap chaser mm. won a carry national ran well there in the paddy power so Look, he, he's a, a right good honest horse. Solness is in there. He's been doing well in the two mile handicaps. He's up to near 150 there now. But same same story. He liked the track. He's been around there before. I think like Brucey offers Stuart Crawford, our authorised mayor, won in England last day. She's got 10 2 on her in a valuable handicap hurl. So she's well worth a punt at a big hot. So look at this. Hope for the best. And sure if we could get one, we'll be happy. The only British train runner on Saturday at Leopardstown is Sophie Leach's Madara, who was last seen winning a competitive handicap chase at Cheltenham. He goes in the listed Ryanair handicap chase, and when Nick caught up with Sophie earlier today, he started by asking if she was surprised at all that more British trainers weren't getting involved. Um, no, not really. Um, it's we're, we're fairly used to it, really. We're, we're... We do a lot of travelling. Um, we always want to have a. We always like to go and ha- have a go. Um, Brian Drew was keen to go as well. Timing wise, it fitted in. So yeah, no, we're, we we've had runners in Ireland before as well. Um, we've had runners at Punchestown Festival. So um, yeah, I think should be should be good crack for everyone anyway. And perhaps you've just hit the nail on the head there as well. Obviously, and we've spoken about this before. And Christian and I were speaking about it on the podcast a few weeks ago. We're all on the lookout for more prize money. We're all on the lookout for, you know, to maximise, you know, owners' experiences. I'm quite surprised there aren't more owners who just think, well, I quite fancy a weekend in Dublin. And if I've got a horse good enough, I'd quite like to run. Yeah, I I can't understand it, really. Um, I mean, I know that with the Irish dominance and everything, it's it's, people are sort of shy away from it and stuff. But... um, you know, this horse looks to be progressive. Um, He's... I think he's in at third favourite at the minute, so he's not a forlorn hope. And, um, yeah, we, we'd be hopeful of a good run and, and hopefully set him up nicely for the festival. Well, I, he caught my eye when he, he didn't actually complete a race earlier in the season at Cheltenham. And I thought, oh, God, he's running a big race at a big price. And he's really built on that. It was a good good win at Cheltenham last time. H- how much more do you think there is under the bonnet? Certainly, he's he's only very, he's only a very young horse, so he's um, de- developing physically all the time, um, and he's also um, he he was he was he's come from come from a big yard, so he he was relatively sort of robotic when he arrived, and he's really really sort of come into himself now, and looks to looks to be showing us that he's improving all the time. So um, hopefully, he can he can show that tomorrow. Has he taken you by surprise a bit then? bit yeah i mean he had he did have good form in france it's such fine margins i think he was he was really well fancied for a grade three at compium when he um fell at, i think it was the second last and you know 
when when going very well, had he gone on and sort of won that race, he probably would have been a you know, 200 grand horse, but he didn't. And so we managed to pick him up for a lot less than that. So, um, yeah. He's got the form. He's got the pedigree. He's also got the jockey, James Reevely. Absolutely brilliant for for so many years in France, and what we saw what he could do again at Kempton over over Christmas time. You spend a lot of time training horses in France. Just give me your assessment of of his strengths as a as a rider. Oh, look, James is great. He's he's ridden a lot of big winners for us in France. Um, he, he's he's just a natural horseman. Um, so yeah, look, he he's he's seems to be sort of at the top of his game at the moment so we're, we're lucky to have him and in a race like the one that you're you're taking in at, at the weekend this Ryanair handicap chase it's going to be hurly burly it's going to be you know, no quarter given two miles round round Leopardstown with everybody having a go the importance of patience is absolutely key and it strikes me he's got all the time in the world oh yeah 100 percent um you know I think probably we think that Madara will probably benefit from a step up in trip and we probably look to go down that route at the festival. Um, so I think, you know, it's highly likely that there will be times in the race when he's going to have to just hang on. Um, but what he showed last time was when they did go quick that he does stay very well and hopefully he'll be doing his best work at the end. There's also grade one action in the UK on Saturday in the form of the Silly Isle Novices Chase at Sandown over two and a half miles. Unsurprisingly, it's a small field of just five, but on ratings, there's only five pounds between them all. Hermes Allen heads the market after his gallant yet rather distant second behind Ilia Francais at Kempton last time, where... Let's be honest, the French raider was just in a league of his own. And Hermes Allen's trainer, Paul Nichols, spoke to Nick this week. And Nick kicked off by questioning what Hermes Allen's optimum trip was. That is a good question. Um, uh, is a good question. I mean, it, 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 the other day in the quarter star, the French horse have been in the race. He'd have probably won quite nicely and said, well, three miles suits him well on an easy track. Um He's going Saturday. Obviously, Sandown's a bit of a stiff track, so that'll tell us a lot more. He's in both races at Cheltenham. But he, he is a sort of horse. I haven't spoken to the owners, and this will be the first time I've heard about this. Could easily run here, go for the Pendle Novice Chase at Kempton end of February, and then go to Aintree. Um, I've always thought a flat track suits him quite well. Um, but that's just one thought I've got. Um, how busy are you going to be this weekend? Oh, very, very. Um, we will have, I reckon, four or five at Sandown on Saturday, obviously including Hermes LN, and could have five or six Saturday and Sunday up at Musselburgh. Okay, and who would be the ones you're most looking forward to? Um, well, obviously Hermes LN. We're looking forward to seeing him run. Got a nice horse, good one, three, five, not out of the Stuart family to the novice handicap. Saturday, he's quite nice. Um, and then on, on Musselburgh, I'm just looking at through the entries there. On, on Saturday... We've got any man. There's truckers lodging and Rillo in a hundred grand four mile race. Um, possibly run Affordale in a county handicap hurdle and Fernogi in the stairs novice hurdle. And then on Sunday, which obviously Harry can go and ride up there. Um, Liari runs in the juvenile hurdle. Um, something in the what they call the Scottish Supreme Novice hurdle, probably Panjari. And there's an 80,000-man handicap up there, so all credit to Musselburgh, which Outlaw Peter's going to run in. So plenty of opportunities this weekend and hopefully plenty of opportunities for Harry. 
Well, that wraps up the Saturday edition for another weekend. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy the action over the weekend on both sides of the Irish Sea. And Nick will be back with you, as usual, on Monday morning. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily in association with Time For, the Racehorse Owners Association and the Racing App in partnership with Fitzdares. 